Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Good morning, Vietnam! Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Mara, the meatloaf! You see what happens, Larry? How to get burned! How to get burned! How to get burned! They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. I am loving this. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Come with me if you want to live. Gentlemen, you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Now, here's your hosts, Sky and Colin. Here's Johnny! Hey, moviegoers! You're listening to Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Sky and Colin. Hey! Hey! Hey, Swampies! <laughs> Welcome to my movie corner! This is my movie corner. It's the corner I keep my movies in! And we say fuck a lot! Fuck yeah! <laughs> I don't know what that was. That was kind of like a, our kids' show entrance. All right, now we're going to do it yeah, like a. Well, uh, but this is a kids' movie, right? There's kids in it. There are kids in it. It is a kids' movie. It's. Ugly Dolls, Dora, The Good Boys. Yeah. Top three kids' movies this year. Mm-hmm. Easy. Who's ever even heard of a toy story? What's the name of it? It's just about like... It's, like a, it's some story about toys. It no, makes like, no they sense. Even, they can't even name it? They can't even name it. It's just, ah, uh, this one's like a toy story or whatever. That's so whack. Yeah, that'd be like Jurassic Park. So that one's just called Dinosaur Story. Dinosaur Plot. S- Star Wars' <laughs> Space Story. I guess technically it is a dinosaur plot. Yeah, it's it like is. A plot of land with dinosaurs on it. Okay, that, we no get one. it. <laughs> yeah, so welcome to our uh, dinosaur real estate podcast, where we sell lots of land that may or may not have dinosaurs on it. This is probably how they got the script for Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> oh, dude. All right. Side note, because we just did Hobbs and Shaw very recently, we gotta start writing in Hollywood. Yeah. Because come on, it can't be that hard. <laughs> it's definitely not. <laughs> dude i'm writing better scripts like just in the time like i take a shit yeah what are we doing why why are we doing this podcast we should just be writing for the rock <laughs> excuse me we're the rocks writers and be like no, no no we have a writing team for this movie and like yeah but we write specifically for the rock we're part of his entourage we only we write walk behind him with notepads yep <laughs> We only write dialogue that refers to his giant muscles or his humongous balls. <laughs> we're not doing the Hobbs and Shaw episode. Welcome to the Good Boys episode, I should say, Swampies, yeah. in case we're confusing the Swampies out there. We know our listeners are simple-minded folk, and that's why we try not to talk down to anybody at any time, even though pretty much the entirety of Hobbs and Shaw, we were like, if you like these movies, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> immediately we throw our credibility out the window. But you know what? We're still of the people. Yes. We're very much a bunch of fucking townies anyways. We are the two dudes. We speak for the Swampies. We speak for the Swampies. We don't call you Swampies because we think we're better than you. We call you Swampies because we are also Swampies. For the Swampies, bad the Swampies. Ah, <laughs> uh, Fisbus. <laughs> Love Fisbus gear. classic Fisbus. Fisbus. What are you doing this Fisbus? Me? Last Fisbus. I gave you my heart. I gave you my shoes. And you tied them up. Good. I like those shoes. This year, I'll drink a more Beer. beers. Yeah. watch Hobbs and Shaw with someone special. <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> we are obviously being hosts of a movie podcast where we definitely don't break out in a song. We've never done that before. That's first for us. Just kidding. <laughs> New Swampies might not know that, but we have been singing a lot lately. Maybe it's because we're in such a good mood. It might be. Yeah. You want to know Our something? S- I thought about this today. Tell me. This I want to is... know. <laughs> Tell me now. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> this is probably the quickest we are recording an episode for a movie after its release. Yes, it is. We are recording on the day that it came out. Yeah, but we're not releasing it for two weeks. <laughs> Boing. Gotcha, suckers. <laughs> Yeah, you are listening to the past. These are not recorded day of release. Mm-hmm. We're not that cool. Also, you are going to be on vacation very soon. Yes, we are cramming in this review because I'm going to be away for a week. Yeah, that being said, summer cram has ended two weeks ago. Yep. So 
Suck on that. Yeah, the summer cram ended. We don't really have a name for this season. We're just regular, regular episodes. We're now. back in the swing of things, but we're entering the award season. Yes, very exciting. We might get some good movies. So we'll maybe we'll come up with something like that. Yeah, maybe. I don't think we're going to be back to two episodes a week, but you might see some uh, fancy bonus episodes dropping here and there. So yeah. keep your eyes peeled. And the best way to check all that stuff out is by going to our brand new website. Two dudes movie reviews dot com. <laughs> the U is silent. Or as they say in this movie, Qum. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good tie-in. That's mm-hmm. why we said it. But our website, you can find all of our stuff. We got written reviews on there. We got the episodes archived. We also have our links to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the social media. Our shop. Our shop, shop. Very yeah. important. We still have our little giveaway going on. We are closing in on our gap, trying to hit 55-star written reviews. You leave one of those, you could win some free shit. You swampy fuck. <laughs> it's so easy. Just leave a review and get yourself some swag. Go on iTunes. Yup. Leave that review. Yup. You're going to be walking away. Yup. With a beach towel. Maybe. <laughs> we haven't decided the full scope of the swag. A bag. sticker. <laughs> <laughs> One sticker. But no, we got a bunch of shirts and stuff. We're definitely going to throw some shirts out there. Yeah. Uh, you're probably going to win a shirt with our face on it. So you're welcome. I literally bought a t shirt cannon. Oh, dude, we should get a t-shirt cannon. I don't know who we would shoot it at because this is a podcast and we're the only two people in the room. Well, no, like we find out who they are, oh, where they're from. Drive- I kick the screen out of that window and just bam, blast it into the atmosphere. Kaboom, you got a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we're, we're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the point. We lost all of our listenership. Uh, but yeah, we're here. We're doing good, boys. I was looking forward to this. Yeah, yeah, me too. You know, we did a trailer park on this one. We got to hear our favorite song in the world. Picture this, I'm a bag of dicks. Picture this, I'm a lip and a bag of dicks to your chips. (laughs) Picture this, eat some chips. They're really good. They're made by Lay's. Picture this, I eat fish and chips. I am British. Yeah, we said walking into the theater, we're like, that song might play. And then when it did play, me and you just looked at each other. Yeah, we just turned over like, "Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm-hmm, that's the song. I can picture this. But yeah, so I feel like uh, the last like week or two, we've been going going apeshit on the movies. Oh, I have been going bananas to stick stick with your monkey theme. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Yeah, Gwen, (laughs) we know what you're talking about. So wait, what have you seen? Oh, dude. Also, you were at like, how many movies? I think you were at like 80 and now you're at like 93. Yeah, I kind of went crazy lately. Mm-hmm. Been getting blessed with some new Netflix movies, but that's actually not most of the movies. Most of the movies I've seen have been theatrical releases. We had a hot couple weeks where there were just like three movies coming out every Friday. Yeah, it was Insane. nice. Also, yeah. um, I guess before we get into that, we both saw The Farewell. Really funny how we saw it, though. We just showed up at the theater. <laughs> yeah. Not even near our house, an hour away. And we just were like, oh, shit, I know you. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Like, I think it I think it worked out where I was bragging to you because I'm like, I'm fucking crushing you right now. I've watched like seven movies in the last 24 hours and I'm going to go see another one right now. And you're like, what are you seeing? And I'm like, I'm on my way to see The Farewell. And you're like, dude, I am too. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, like, are you serious? <laughs> So, yeah, we got to sit next to each other. Weren't playing that at all. That was cool. Yeah, it's weird because you would assume that if we're at the movie theater together, we would have talked about it. But because we almost never talk off air, (laughs) we just happen to run into each other. I feel like that's not true, though. We text a lot. Yeah, we text a lot. We're we're good buddies, everybody. We're keeping (laughs) we're keeping kayfabe alive. I mean. People have been talking a lot about the farewell, and it's getting crazy reviews. It's at like a ninety nine percent. Yeah, um, it was we're, we're not doing for a long time. Yeah, we're not doing an episode on it, but I liked it a lot. Thought yeah. it was really good. One of us is going to do a written review. I'm assuming. Yeah, I think neither of us pulled mm-hmm. the trigger because we're like, who's going to do it? I've got three out right now. Wait, which three have you done? I've got Hellboy. Yep. The Art of Self Defense. I knew those two. And then Her Smell. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know I didn't see that one up there. Cool. I got to check out the website now. I'm trying to keep up with you cuz I only have Stuber and the Sort of Trust. Trust. Yep. So, I'm going to write one for actually the movie I saw today, which was The Kitchen. Oh, nice. Cuz I know you haven't seen that one yet. I, I haven't. Um I want to see it, not, it's not for great. the movie. Not for the movie. I just want to see the Nolan trailer. 
for Tenet. Oh, dude, I saw it. I told you. I told you last night when we went to the movies. I was like, I this is the rumor. It's not yeah. on the internet, but apparently it plays during that movie. So that's it awesome did. that you confirmed it for me. Yeah, it did. I had my headphones in for every trailer. And then at one point, the trailer, like the screen was like black for a second. And I'm like, okay, this might be something different. And then all of a sudden it started playing the fucking Charlie's Angels trailer. And I went, <laughs> no, no, headphones back in. I was just like, I'm not fucking paying attention to this garbage. But then it 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 was like the second to last trailer that played. And I was like, okay. The trailer tells you fucking nothing of the movie, so it's really hard to be like, whoa, this looks awesome. It's just super mysterious, so my interest is like very peaked. I mean, it was peaked already because it's Christopher, Christopher Nolan. Nolan. Yeah. 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 So Since Hobbs and Shaw, though, what have you seen? Oh, man. I've seen Arctic. I've seen Serenity, which Serenity. Okay. Oh, I saw Serenity and The Beach Bum within like seven days from each other it's two mcconaughey gems from this year yeah what is he doing i watched the beach bum uh this week also that's one of the ones i watched i had already seen serenity but he's a good actor yeah these are brutal movies to watch though brutal movies he's only (laughs) taking movies now where he's like can i be from florida and fuck a bunch of stuff (laughs) serenity though is almost like he's a gigolo what is that yeah but it's his kid programming the video game of his dad being a gigolo and some guy beating his mother. It's really weird. Serenity is one of those movies where it's where it's just like this is like so bad that it is almost like kind of cool. <laughs> I at a certain point, like halfway through that movie, I was just like, I see what they're doing, and now that I know that, I'm kind of okay with it. And I was just taking it as like this is so ridiculous and like over the top, and being kind of like I probably won't fail this movie. Then the back half of the movie played, and I went. I'm failing the fuck out of this that's, movie. That's the same thing that happened to me when I watched it. Because I was actually like, this is like holding my attention. It's interesting. It's interesting. And then you get like kind of the reveals towards the end. I'm like, ah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Very, very hard watch. But Arctic was pretty decent, pretty good. Lords of Chaos I watched. I like that one. I saw that one earlier. Yep. The Man Who Killed Hitler and then The Bigfoot. I haven't seen that yet. Clunkiest title all year, but it's whatever you can watch it if you want to catch up but yeah secret obsession that was a gem oh i watched that one this week too yeah that was saw (laughs) (laughs) that's a spicy meatball (laughs) Ah, yeah dude some of the best fucking injury acting i've seen all year (laughs) i'll tell you what i've seen since yeah hit me with some i got some other ones dora okay i haven't seen that one yet i watched the the professor okay that's, uh, I feel like I remember seeing stuff for that. That is Johnny Depp, and he plays a professor with terminal cancer. So okay. basically, he's just like, fuck everything. But Nice. He's like, I'm just going to spend the rest of my money on scarves. Well, I was just sitting there like, this. why is this? Because, it, spoiler, it's at like 12% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. So I was like, well, no, this isn't that bad. And then there's one line that shows up that I was like, oh, that's what it is. Okay. So do you want to hear this line? Yeah, lay it on me. It's offensive. I don't care. <laughs> so, because I'm sitting there like, this isn't bad. Why does this have such bad grades? And then he's like changing the rules of his classroom. And okay. Because classrooms have rules. Well, like I guess like no phones, no talking. Yeah, no phones and stuff like that. But basically, one of the rules he's just like, and if any of you are talking about books and stuff, I don't want to hear none of that homo shit. And yeah, and then he's like, and he says oh. something else like, he's like, are no feminist crap. Yeah, and I was like, interesting. Yeah, and I was like, oh, there's the F. And, yeah, and I've got an hour left of this. <laughs> Great. There we go. So, so <laughs> the, I wonder if he knew that they were actually rolling. That's actually just Johnny Depp going off. Johnny's, he's flipping out. It's his 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 uh, his rules for being on set, <laughs> and they were just like, you know what, we could use this in the movie. You know what, you know that. Okay, I watched her smell, which has a review up on the website. Secret Obsession. We both saw the farewell. Yeah, I watched Tolkien. Okay, that's still on my watch list for stuff that I need to check out. Yeah. I watched Ugly Dolls. Oh, yeah. How did you like that? I didn't enjoy it. I will say this. You dig on that Aryan storyline? No, I didn't. Some Third Reich type villainy. Yeah. Everything about the story is the worst. I give it a D minus. Wow. Really? Yeah. For what? What saved it from failing for you? I hated it. The only thing that saved it for me was the actual like ugly dolls and stuff. I liked the way that they were designed and textured and stuff. And I was like, oh, I could see the craft behind it a little bit. 
I that's hated the everything. only thing that saved it for me. I hated not, everything. I shouldn't even say saved it. I gave it a D minus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I still saved, saved you. it from failing. Yeah, but even like Wonder Park, I don't think I failed, but this one was just so egregiously like shitty to me. Because yeah. I've seen every animated movie that came out this year because I bring Logan every time. I don't know if I'm going to make it to see Angry Birds. It's only been out for, at the time we're recording this, two weeks. It's playing like three showings a day already. Really? Angry Birds 2 is like I getting actually want to see it be- because it's actually getting good reviews. Yeah, but it's not playing fucking ever. At least by us, maybe in like a bigger theater where there's maybe. more theater, like, you know, auditoriums. But- yeah. I watched The Curse of Llamas. Oh, yeah. La Llorona. Is, yeah, is that any good? It's, that, that was an F. Cool. That was bad. The Hustle, that was an F. All right. There's a new movie coming out called Hustlers. Yeah, Ryan different. But I did watch Drag Across Concrete. Okay. And I have been wanting to watch that. That I liked. I gave that a B. And Light of My Life I watched. And I like that as well. So you should check those two out. All right. If you want a real classic to check out, watch Sex Tuplets on Netflix. <laughs> it was funny. You I, told- I think it's Marlon Wayne's, And he is clumping it up playing six different sex no. tuplets he's playing six of his siblings and, oh and then spoiler alert he also plays his mother in the end oh it is heart-wrenchingly bad i texted you there was a moment that was so that. dude there's a moment that is so fucking stupid in that movie it literally gave me a stomach ache <laughs> like i had to take a shit in the middle of the movie and i like i'm like i haven't eaten anything in hours like it, it pains me, too, because I saw that Michael Ian Black is in that movie, and I really like Michael Ian Black. He is definitely in it. Uh, doesn't do much for saving it, but yeah, that's all I got to say, I guess. So you're at 93 movies? Yeah, 93 now. What are you at? 90. Really? Yeah. Damn, you have been catching up. I got a bunch of movies in the chamber already saved up in my queue at home. You're going to you're gonna fly past me this week when I can't watch movies for a week. Oh, yeah, because you're going to be on vacation. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm planning on taking Logan to see Angry Birds on Wednesday, and I'm gonna try and uh, sneak in at least one other before next weekend. Mm-hmm. Plus, I have a bunch of stuff that I've been saving at home in my uh, I got like Amazon Prime and HBO Go and Hulu and Netflix, all all of it. So yeah, I think, I'm, uh, I'm looking to do a marathon. I think Ready or Not comes out in the middle of next week. Like it doesn't come out on a Thursday or Friday like it normally would. I think oh, it comes really? out on like Tuesday or something. Okay, well so I'll maybe, check that. Maybe use that at your your reservation for that well i think ready or not is going to be our next episode if i'm not mistaken i think that's what we're planning on doing yeah yeah so cool that is a good thing to look out for and colin you know what there's something else i want you to look out for rabies i want you to look out for rabies i want you to spay and neuter your pets i want you to fucking keep your eyes peeled because i actually actually called an uber did you did you know that do we have uber over here by us yeah I know that might not ring with every audience because I'm noticing Uber's not everywhere, bro. It isn't. It's a shame. That's really what this podcast is about. We're just trying to get the word out about Uber. Well, we were going to do Stuber. Oh, well, yeah. You know what? I actually don't want to get the word out about Uber (laughs) just for being connected so heavily to that movie. And uh, that movie wasn't that good. But you know what is good is... Tell me. I set a destination for us on this Uber because you can do that. You can tell the Uber where you want to go. And I told him there's only one place that I want to go. But this beautiful sack of shit, man. <laughs> wow. Who sits across from me every week as we do this fucking swampy infested podcast. And that's a little place. I like that call. The Trailer Park. Boom, boom, boom. What are we talking though? We are talking hilarity. Jay and Silent Bob reboot. reboot. <laughs> 2019, baby. This has been a long-awaited and long-talked-about movie for Kevin Smith. It's funny because he's also basically acknowledged that it's, like, super lazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's almost seemingly the plot of the movie itself is how lazy it is to just be rebooting a franchise. And this movie is centered around... It, it's essentially the exact same plot as the first one. Yeah, it is. It's the same plot as the first one. Which is hilarious in itself. Yeah. So the first one is Jane Silent Bob have to stop Hollywood from making a movie movie about them and ruining and, their names yeah and then this one is jane silent bob have to stop hollywood from rebooting their movie yep <laughs> so, <laughs> now i feel like if another movie tried to do that we'd be sitting here going 
Stupid. Stupid. But this is actually having the exact opposite effect. I think this has a lot of potential, man. Potential in what way? In like, we're going to enjoy it because we like Jay and Silent Bob? Yeah, like I think... I think that I think it's going to be almost like a trip down memory lane in some parts. I, I don't know. It's weird because sometimes like I think about these comedy movies and you think like more so with sequels like the Dumb and Dumber 2. Yeah. Not Dumb and Dumberer. You're like, man, if they're just doing the same jokes as last time, that's going to be really lame and not funny. I'm OK with it, with them kind of going back and revisiting certain things from past movies. It seems very self-aware. Yeah. Like, I don't think he takes himself too seriously. No. I mean, look at his movies. Tusk. You Dude, know. Tusk's great. <laughs> yeah, All the yoga hosers yoga and hosers. stuff. He just does things that he ha- he has fun doing. So yeah. I can really respect that. So I'm assuming with this many people signed on to do this movie, they're doing it because it's fun, not just to collect a check. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's going to be heart in this movie no matter what, just because of the team working on it. Yeah, I would agree with that. Kevin Smith is actually like one of my favorite people in the business. Yeah, like, he's awesome. I love Kevin Smith. Hey, Clerks was on my top 30 in our, uh, yeah, it was. our Dirty 30 episode. It also it definitely helps that he's a huge Devils fan. And I just, I love that he gives Jersey the respect that they need and he wears the, the Jersey proud. And I don't know. I just, I really like him. I like his movies. I like his sense of humor and overall really cool dude. You want to get into this? Yeah, let's do it. All right, you motherfuckers. I know you're in there. Come out right now. Stop the motherfucking plan. Already look how many cameos there are just right there. I know. Well, no, it's set up next to the fucking. Um, I was saying that looked like it was in the stash. Oh, that, yeah, that yeah. scene there. It's like asshole too. Your Honor, I object. Look, look at how many. Kevin Smith has said that this is the most cameos he's ever put in one of his movies, and he's like maybe of all time. <laughs> it probably is already. I've seen like twenty people who are like recognizable names. I think I'm going to need to see a blood test. No, Jay. This is my daughter. Oh, this is his daughter. Oh, no, that's Kevin Smith's Can you daughter. Take us to Hollywood with you? Fuck no, man. It's a tough ass neighborhood. Either you take us to Hollywood or I stab you both to death on my own front fucking lawn. And on that note, we cue the music. <laughs> Fuck! I'm glad you guys are smoking back there. I was driving someone about a week ago. Fred oh, so man. A, uh, big shit. You have no idea how hard it is to get the smell out of pleather. Yo, methods. Let's do this. Damon and Affleck are back. Yeah. Got a little Iron, Iron Man, Man going on. Yeah. Yay. It's Incorporating Comic Con stuff. Chris Hemsworth. I just found out I have a kid, but I don't know how to be a father. Man or Red Man. with cum can be a father, but only love can make you a dad. <laughs> how you going to talk about love and you flinging cum all over the place? That shit's unseemly, bro. What do you guys think about this reboot? It sucks. Oh, that guy. That's, I recognize that's that guy. Cue from Impractical Jokers. Oh, okay. Kevin fucking Smith. Smells like this reboot went up in smoke. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, dude. I mean, it doesn't look like uh, the most uh, highbrow. Of yeah, movies. yeah. Yeah. That's I was trying to find like the nice way to say it because <laughs> it's like I don't I don't want to speak like despairingly of of the movie because I think I'm going to enjoy it. I hope I'm going to enjoy it. I should say we shouldn't just like full blown be like it's going to be the greatest because Clerks 2 has like a lot of really like funny moments in it for me, but it in no way lives up to what the first Clerks is. It's a completely different movie. Yeah. Like in terms of like the tone and everything and not just because it's not in black and white and stuff, but like even for the sake of the characters, it's just so wildly different. But this looks like it's I mean, it's Jay and Silent Bob on their typical shit. So just something about this has got me like this is going to be good. And I really hope that that's true. I think he's been working on this for a while, too. Like, I think this as much as the script seems like it was probably written very quickly because <laughs> it's yeah. so like, really, dude, I'm pretty sure they've been working on this for a while. 
And uh, I think it's going to be really funny. It looks really funny. That one part in that trailer had me dying. Also, kind of unrelated, but Kevin Smith has like slimmed down a ton. Yeah. I almost feel like they made him look fat. <laughs> is, that a, maybe, is that a thing? I don't know because Jay has also slimmed down a ton. So maybe just being next to them, like they just slimmed down proportionately to each other. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Also, like his wardrobe as a Silent Bob character, With he's wearing coat. like yeah, like very covered up clothing. I mean, they're both like really covered up because like Jay wears like a snow coat, yeah, all year round. Because <laughs> New Jersey, that's that's why. <laughs> yeah, just because Jersey. I didn't even notice the name of that store until you you said it. Cock smoker, yeah. <laughs> cock smoker, <laughs> chicken chicken sandwiches. <laughs> it's also nice to see Justin Long like in a movie again. Yeah, he's really good. I mean, they've worked together a bunch, Tusk and stuff too, and Zach and Miri make a porno. Mm -hmm. That's something I thought of. When you hear his voice in this, it sounds like he's doing the same character he was in Zach and Miri make a porno. You saw that, right? Yeah. And he's doing like that kind of like deep voice of, um, was it Johnson St. Randy or whatever his name was in that? So <laughs> that would be really funny if it was actually him and he's just like oh i left like the porn industry Straight and i became down. a lawyer yeah that'd be awesome yeah just because i like i mean that's probably he's one of the funniest things out of zach and mary make a porno yeah and he's only in it for like that quick 10 minutes but yeah i don't know you, you you feel pretty hyped for this one or yeah i'm excited i think you said it well i'm not going into this being like oh man this is gonna be such a great movie but i think this is gonna be a good time like i think this is gonna make me laugh a lot it's probably going to be pretty mindless and stupid, but I'm yeah. going to enjoy seeing all the cameos. I'm going to laugh, and I really like the people involved. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I wouldn't say this is, like, top 10 movies of 2019 or anything, but, like, this was yeah. when this was announced, I was like, nice. I have something to look forward to now. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, cool, dude. Well, uh, what do you say? You want to get out of this trailer park then? Yeah, let's get out of here. Good. It smells like Jersey in here. Oh, dude, after I was just being like, oh, man, I love how Kevin Smith is, like, repping Jersey. You got to bring it down with that shit. <laughs> yeah, you know me. You know me. Looking out. So, here we are. We saw The Good Boys opening night, I might add, mm -hmm. to a... It wasn't really a packed house, right? Like, was, there's some... I would say it was, like, 80% like full. Okay, okay. But audience nonetheless and i got to go see a movie at night which i normally don't do yeah interesting we went to like 9 30 p.m it's yeah. past my bedtime this is actually the second time in the last week that i've gone to a movie that late yeah and i told you the other night went and saw scary stories and that was at 10 o'clock at night wow it's too late for me <laughs> it, is too, it is too late to like for start you. a movie at the theaters and then you have to like we got home at like one in the morning yeah no that's that's too much but this you know Got there is a pleasant time, pleasant trip to the theater. We don't get to go see movies together a lot, too, so that was a nice experience. Yeah, and we got there with plenty of time. Plenty of time. I got to watch every fucking trailer that I hate. <laughs> <laughs> I am a hunter. I'm gonna hunt. I'm hunting the hunted. I saw a huntress. My favorite actress is Helen Hunt. <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> Fuck that. Man, I can't believe we did that trailer in this goddamn show, too. Yeah. But yeah, we, shamed. we went and saw Good Boys. It was me, you, and my brother. I know yep. Ryan was really looking forward to this. I was looking forward to it also. Yeah, it's got I good think, people um, behind it. I think my biggest reservation going into it, because I kept seeing like mixed reviews. I kept seeing people love it or people hate it. And the Rotten Tomatoes score was like fluctuating a lot throughout the week. Yeah. It was like high 80s, low 70s. So I, I wasn't sure what to expect. The only thing that I was like hoping wouldn't be the case with this was that it wasn't going to seem like we're just going to be raunchy just for the sake of being raunchy and like almost like overdo it where yeah. you're like trying way too hard to be funny. Right. That was the only thing going into it that I was like a little bit nervous about. But other than that, I was really looking forward to it. Yeah, because that is like an interesting line to walk, especially with having not uh, like been directed or like written, but like produced by Seth Rogen and Point Grey. Because they have kind of landed on both sides of that spectrum where like they have worked on stuff where it's like smart 
and you know very funny but not going for cheap laughs but they've also done movies where it's just like this is like one of the dumbest things i've ever seen yeah so you know it could go either way but i think this movie does like a pretty decent job walking that line yeah and we've this is actually the second time we've said this on the show already but i think this movie is going to draw a lot of Super bad comparisons. Yeah, that makes sense. We were talked about it with Booksmart, how that felt very super baddy, that they were going for that vibe. Yeah. This feels even more so. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. I actually kind of disagree with you, but why don't why don't we talk a little bit more about the rest of the movie before we get to that? Because a lot of that is gonna tie into like the ending and stuff like that too for me. Okay. So let's get into this. Gene Stubnitsky is the director. This is his directorial debut. Oh, okay. Interesting. I'll come back to this. I knew it was before I even looked it up by watching the movie. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. The writer on this is Lee Eisenberg. He has written a movie before, but only one movie. Bad Teacher, the one that came out like maybe like three or oh, four years okay. ago. Cameron yeah, Diaz. I, um, I didn't see it. I just I just remember the uh, promotions for it. The promotions. One thing I will say, though, I guess another parallel to Superbad. This movie feels like it could be a coming out party for a lot of actors. Yeah, maybe. This is the feature-length film debut for Keith Ellen Williams, who plays Lucas, and Brady Noon, who plays Thor. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. They're they're kids. Yeah. But not the other one. Who The other kid has been in a lot of stuff, right? Jacob Tremblay, he plays Max. He's been in The Predator. He's been in Wonder. He's been in The Book of Henry and Room. And I know when he was in Room, he, yeah, that he drew some some potential Oscar talk there. So he's he's good, and he's been in, in a good amount of He's killing it. Yeah. Molly Gordon, who we just talked about in Booksmart, is in this. But I think she's starting to break out a little bit. She's been in a little bit more. Yeah. Will Forte, he plays Max's dad. I okay. thought he was really funny. He's yeah, awesome. Yeah. He's oh, a- dude. <laughs> yeah, I love I love Will Forte. He's also in Booksmart. That's true. He plays a dad in that. Mm-hmm. There's, There's also another uh one of the girls are in Booksmart too. That's that was Molly Gordon who I was just saying. Got you. Yeah. And then little I spaced for a second. Oh, it's okay. And then Little Rel Howery, who plays Lucas's dad from yep. Get Out, he's in this. He's and- another person though, like you see him and everything, and you're like, this guy's so fucking funny. So I'm hoping now he starts blowing up a little bit because, again, he was very funny in this. Yeah. I thought he would have blown up from Get Out, honestly. He was hilarious in that. Hilarious, but he didn't play a huge part in it. I mean, he actually he has a bigger role in the movie because he's the one who like saves him in the end. But... Yeah. I think he has a bigger role in that than he does in this. He kind of just yeah, this, pops he, up a few two times. Scenes. Mm-hmm. But two everyone, scenes. But everyone in this movie that pops up, there's a few people that I haven't even mentioned, but everyone in this movie that like pops up, I thought was hilarious. Yeah, no, for sure. They did a good job like pacing out like the characters and not trying to like overdo it. The kids were great. Yeah. got to say like, cause kid acting is not easy. And this movie centers around a lot of different child actors besides our three like main characters. Mm -hmm. I really liked like the side kids at the school. Yeah. The Uh, one kid like who's the bully had me dying. Yeah. His shirts, he every shirt he was wearing said "Obey" on it. Yeah, did you notice that? Yeah, and the dude la- loves zoomies. The, and the, the last one said "Obey." What did it say? "Obey propaganda." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, and yeah. the other kid, cool kid, the other kid, the just the way they had him talking, they just made him like this kid Super is douchey. Yeah, like this is gonna be like a really douchey kid. And like some of the yeah. things he was saying had me dying. Like there was multiple times where I felt like I was the only person laughing in the theater because it was just like a line that was so douchey that it just killed me yeah things like yeah i heard brian took three sips of beer dude's a legend yeah (laughs) (laughs) this is all stuff like that because you know they're kids four sips yeah their scope is a little bit smaller Mm -hmm. i think that's something and i think that that could be a credit to not only the child actors pulling off the lines but the way it's written is smart in the way that it tackles that because it to them feels like life or death in terms of like, we need to know how to kiss for this party and stuff like that. And it sets up these things that we as adults look at and be like, that's like some dumb kid shit. Mm-hmm. But the movie does a good job framing it and making you feel like the stakes are high and it's important because you care about your main characters. Yeah. So like you feel bad that they're kind of like the losers of the outcasts. Mm-hmm. I think the acting on this movie was actually very strong. Maybe not so much in terms of like the performance when they're doing the actual serious parts. Yeah, but the delivery of the lines and the comedy aspect of it, everyone on this movie kills. Because there's like moments where like, so, like I was actually surprised that the movie tries to make you feel some stuff. Yeah, I feel like you do to a degree, but some of the times that they're like acting out these parts, you can tell like you're not bringing me, it. You're not, you're not making me believe that you're an actual person right now and not just an actor. You know. Yeah. But 
again, all of the comedy parts within this movie are great. Dude, like right out the gate when I saw Will Forte and that's like first couple minutes. Yeah. I was like, yes, <laughs> I, I'm always ready for some Will Forte action. I think he had one of the funniest moments in the whole movie. Oh, I wonder if it's the moment. I wrote it down af- right after it happened. I'm like, I got to remember that quote because it's fucking gold. Is it when he's mad at him and he's yeah, he goes, him? He goes, I will always love you because you are my son, but I no longer like you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, started I don't like you anymore. anymore. Yeah, I, <laughs> I started dying at that. Me too. That was great. <laughs> I love that stuff. That, that part had me dying. That was, that, was, that was a big laugh. There's a few parts of this movie that, Give me a like a huge laugh. Yeah, it's something we've been talking about on the show a lot. Is we'll we'll mention like you know this is the most I laughed during a movie mm-hmm. this year. This might not be the most I laughed, but it's definitely the hardest I laughed in any movie this year. Yeah, there's two big moments where I'm like I have not laughed that hard in a theater at all. 2019 until that it was and it was that will forte line and one other really big moment that the entire theater like lost yeah it the for. other part it is the hardest i've laughed this year oh it's the I money shot it. of the year yeah i lost it if we do if we do an award for like money shot comedic moment of the year on our duty episode like that's fucking number one with a bullet that, right now it's now i'm thinking about it it's up there with the finale of once upon a time in hollywood because i left very hard for that yeah and longer but that's because it's a longer scene right and there's a lot more going on yeah but still it's either like one or two for the year it yeah. was so funny the shock factor was huge in it <laughs> and it's also like a it's like a payoff to something that you thought was over with like i yeah, like you how thought it was just like okay that that part of it's done yeah like something happens in the movie and then it comes full circle at that part and it's just like visually hilarious but then also in the context of the movie you're just like that is so amazing and especially at first you're like shook like i i was just like oh shit is this movie about to get gnarly and then you realize what it actually was that happened and i was just like okay that's cool if you're gonna see it like i know we spoil everything on this show but i kind of want to save that for the listeners to uh check out for themselves because not knowing it's coming is really worth it and it makes the laugh that much harder so Mm -hmm. when i said that i could tell immediately though that this is a first time director yeah how'd you feel about like the events that happen in the movie and the structure of the movie i think the actions that people take is a little bit sloppy in terms of like how well thought out it is maybe this isn't even like fully the director's fault but the idea that these kids, they take this girl's purse because they crashed their drone into their backyard, right? And that's like the whole thing of the movie is, gotta get this drone back so my dad doesn't get mad or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which is like a tried and true trope of like kid movies like that or like high school movies yeah. usually. And there's like a heist element to it. And these girls just want their Molly back so they can go to a concert and be high and like party and stuff like that. So their way to get their drugs is to buy the last drone that obviously the kids are going to go and try to buy. And that drone's like $600. They say, like, I spent $600 on this. It doesn't cost $600 to get Molly. If Molly was $600 for two pills, guess what? I would have never done Molly. (laughs) The uh... (laughs) Great point. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean, though? Like, shit ain't that much. I felt like just the events in general, especially for the first half hour, were very disjointed. Yeah. Because it was kind of like the first half hour of it, I was laughing at parts, but at the same time, it felt like it was playing into my fear a little bit where I was like, you're making me laugh and stuff here, but you're only going for the laughs because I'm not getting any story here. It just felt like little like set pieces. They're like, wouldn't it be funny if we had them do this? Wouldn't it be funny if they if we had them do this? Because the movie starts and the kid's like basically like about to masturbate. You get a joke there with the dad, but like then it got joke, so. But, no, no, it was funny. I all these things I laughed at. I'm just saying, none of them felt like they flowed organically. No, it was all just like, like cut to cut to yeah. cut to cut to. Like if you watch like Superbad again, Superbad has a lot of gags in it, but the whole movie feels like a roller coaster, like one ride, and you're just going with the ups and downs of the characters. This yeah. felt like you were at a carnival, and even and when you were you on move... one ride, and you got off, and you got another ride, yeah. Because even in like super bad, they move from scene to scene, but it's one fluid conversation. And it's like you're just getting clips of different portions of the same conversation. You know what I mean? Like it really flows throughout. Yeah. And yeah. This one just felt like a little bit disjointed. Honestly, there's not really anything from like the first half hour of the movie that stands out in my mind that I could really recite back to you. 
I actually totally forgot about the whole masturbation gag until you just mentioned it. From the middle of the movie and on, that's when you really see what the goal of the movie is and where it's going, and it feels a lot smoother. But yeah. even the end, it felt like there was like three endings to it. Yeah, it was weird. And it felt like the message that they were like ended up settling on, like this is the message of the movie, which, by the way, I think was really cool that they went in that direction. You never really see movies go with that. The message in it is basically just like, yeah, you're going to grow up and you might not be into the same stuff and you might not be friends, but that's okay. Like, Yeah, you just move on and you make new friends. Yeah, but even like the way like all that stuff played out, it, it seemed a little haphazard. Like they were just kind of throwing it together like, Let's let's have like some sort of arc for the characters. Yeah, and there's like that weird montage at the at the end of the movie, and they're like montaging how they've grown apart, but it's really only been like three weeks. Yeah, it's like a very like random thing where they meet up at a party, and then they're like, "Yeah, beanbag boys for life," and then they're like, "Oh yeah, you want to go see the sex one?" <laughs> and then it just like yeah. ends kind of. It's like it was it was, it was on a was gag. A little, yeah, on a gag that we saw in the trailer. Yeah. Something else that I wanted to bring up. This trailer does a huge disservice to the movie. These trailers tell you too much. Yeah. Way too much. Maybe five solid jokes that weren't in the trailer. And then everything else, it, it spoiled for you. If I it wasn't think... the first trailer, it was the second trailer. But... Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it's a, a coincidence that also the, our two biggest laughs in the movie were things that weren't in the trailer. Yeah. Because they were surprises. Yeah. But you know what's crazy to me? In the theater... People were laughing so hard for the things that are in the trailer. Yeah. That is so frustrating to me. <laughs> I don't even know if it's really their fault, because maybe they've never seen the trailers. But then my argument would be, that then how did you happen into this movie? Yeah, I don't know. But, man, I almost feel like we should just never do the trailer park again now, because I don't want to see trailers, because maybe I would have laughed at a lot more of it. Because honestly, it's something that brings the grade down for me is how much in the advertising they gave away some really funny bits. Yeah. Because they didn't really expand on any of them. Actually, the other part that I laughed really hard at was the expansion of that scene when Thor's stealing the beer. And they show that in the trailer where he's just like, what's in your pants? And the kid's like, my penis. Yeah. And he pulls out the beer. He's like, I also got a huge dick. Yeah. But then the rest of that scene, that was really funny. Yeah. The cop in the scene was the best. Yeah, he was great. You know, I completely agree. I laughed a lot. Even things that were in the trailer, I laughed at. In its context. No, in the context, but I didn't die the way that I probably would have if I didn't know anything. Like, yeah. you know what? Like, there's like a lot of scenes in Superbad. I, granted, I don't really remember the Superbad trailer, but I just feel like there's so many parts that are huge in that that probably weren't because I don't remember seeing them in the trailer. Like I don't remember. Yeah, I remember the being dick surprised or anything by like that. Lot. Oh, that definitely wasn't in the trailer. I mean, yeah, it's like dicks. a lot of like the McLovin stuff. I don't remember. Like him getting hit by the car. I yeah. remember the McLovin thing being in the trailer. Yeah, but him getting like hit by the car—that was a big shock in the theater. Like a lot of that stuff, and obviously like throwing up on her like during sex or her throwing up on him. Sorry, but I felt robbed, and it's it's not really the movie's fault itself. So it's like on one hand, I don't want to like negatively grade it be based on what the trailers did but it kind of it lost its impact for me because of the trailer so therefore it didn't really have like a lot of like staying power yeah in the, in the comedy that made me laugh a second time seeing it because mm -hmm. it's not like i watched the trailer like a hundred times yeah so it's like a joke should be able to be funny at least twice <laughs> yeah like if it's really <laughs> like i can still watch super bad and laugh yeah even if i know what's coming mm -hmm. one thing that i did like a lot about this movie though it's funny because the movie's called Good Boys, but yeah. the way they have them act and talk and all that, it's not something that good boys would do. But I feel like they did a good job like straddling the line of like making them feel naive enough where they actually are the good kids compared to their peers. Right. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Because they're trying to be, I think they're normally good. It's just the amount of time that we see them in is a transitional time for the one kid, what's his Max is the yeah, one. Max who, is the main character. Right. So he's interested in girls and the other ones just aren't interested in girls yet. Yeah. So it's like, uh, there's that, there's that rift in there. And for, for the most part, they're kind of dweebs. Like they follow the rules and like, even like the badass kid Thor, like he's nervous to sip the beer. Like he doesn't want to do it. He knows it's bad. And then obviously the other kid is just like full blown, fucking goody two shoes yeah i like how like the organization he joins at the end is called the scabs yeah <laughs> he's a scab i think that lends itself to you liking the characters more 
Because if they were just like super obnoxious, like destroying shit the whole movie, like yeah. asshole characters, They're you wouldn't underdogs. like them. You yeah. always want to root for the underdogs. Yeah. So even you gotta though... put them a little bit down the totem pole. Yeah, even though they're like super raunchy and they do things that are definitely not cool, you still like them at the end because you can kind of tell like they kind of don't really know what they're doing at times. Oh, yeah. And they think the sex doll is a CPR Yeah, doll, like that. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of like... There's innocence in them. Mm-hmm, exactly, yeah. yeah. So that, that was very smart. I like that. And I think all of that comes around at the end where, like I said at the end, I actually felt like stuff for the characters. I was like, I really wanted them to continue being friends and stuff like that. It, yeah. was, it was making me a little sad. It's making me a little sad. Yeah. I don't think it got me sad at all, though. No? Didn't really do anything You didn't give a shit? <laughs> about I, the beanbag boys? <laughs> no, I didn't care about the beanbag boys. Not too much. Every time they were like, beanbag boys for life, I started dying. I'm like, it's <laughs> the dumbest name. Yeah, but it's kids, man. Yeah. I, I think almost somehow this is more relatable than some high school movies, just because it's like, I remember what it's like to be a kid. I don't, I don't know if this was for you, but like, I hung out with like, punk kids skaters and stuff when i was in middle school yeah and there is like this weird thing where like we're all trying to navigate puberty at the exact same time but we're all trying to like be cool even though we're so clearly not cool and we're not even part of the cool kids so it's like how are you the coolest loser in school type thing (laughs) so like yeah like this kind of resonated more than like those high school movies because my high school experience wasn't like jocks beat up nerds and stuff like that, you know? Well, I was actually going to say one thing that does bother me a lot in some movies is the bullies because the bullies are like caricatures oh, of bullies. I feel like these bullies were like spot on for like what middle school like because it's not like things where like I'm going to run you over with my car, which we've literally seen, seen in Shazam this year. <laughs> yeah, so like <laughs> bullies don't m- just murder people just willy nilly. Wait till you watch it. When you watch the first It, the bullies oh, in that yeah. are just ridiculous also. Bullies are just too much. Bully in scary stories, too. I'm just like, fuck your face. Like, <laughs> the fuck are you? But that's, you know, that was last week's episode, so who knows? I was one thing, though. I was like, the bullies in this actually seem like they could be bullies in, like, middle school because bullies back then would just say whatever the fuck. They call you it. sissy pants and, like, push your books over, and it's, like, the most you get. Yeah. Not was, me, though, because I was... Cup? Yeah, Sippy Cup. What, what was the other one that he said? Sippy Cup, and there was something else that was, like, really lame. Pussy Master. That he didn't say it. that. I know. <laughs> I know that wasn't it. I, I don't remember what it was. But you remember the part. It was at the end of the movie. Towards the he, end of the movie. It's some sort of adaptation on Sippy Cup. Honestly, it's not the biggest deal in the world for us to remember. I don't think the Swampies are really going to care about what this middle school insult was. Wait until you get all the comments. Oh, my God. Hey, hit us up on Instagram. <laughs> New website, bitch. How much how much left do you got on this? I got nothing left on the movie, but we mentioned earlier, this is like our first time going to the movie theater together. Did you take notice of the old-timey kooky prospector who was sitting behind us during the movie <laughs> in the handicap like yeah. companion seat by himself? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, I've talked about it in other episodes. I I don't really have a problem with people who like enjoy themselves during the movie. If they're like, some people are just more giggly than others. That doesn't bother me at all. But this guy had like a, <laughs> like kind of like a laugh. You know, you know what he sounded like, like? What the fuck is happening behind me right he now? He sounded like that, that laugh on the ham horn soundboard. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like uncle Nicky or whatever <laughs> fucking is. And it was funny because I was I'm like, maybe there's bloopers in this movie. So we stayed for like the, the post credits or whatever, yeah. you know, just, we stayed for the credits Everyone was gone, Except and then I and then and then I stood up. I thought we were the only people. I stood back, and he's just back there by himself. Dude, he looks like, he looked exactly like the fucking prospector from Toy Story Two. <laughs> if he lo- yeah, if he just <laughs> lost like fifty pounds and aged appropriately since that movie came out. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, I think he was wearing the same clothes is. too. Homeboy just broke out of fucking Al's toy barn. He was holding a pickaxe. Come and check out Good Boys. <laughs> yeah. He ripped my shoulder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that son of a bitch. I had to sit, stitch you back up. I don't even know how to sew. Damn it. Yeah. That anyway, sucks. I just use a staple gun. <laughs> yeah. That guy, shout out to him. I hope he's a swampy, and he I hope to never see him again. Yeah. yeah, dude. These fucking movie patrons, I'll tell you something. Although he did piss me off at one point. Because, like, he said something before it was going to happen. Oh, like, I, when, I, I when don't remember kids, what he said, but... Kid's arms, like, out of his socket, which they show in the trailer. Because, again, the trailers give away, like... Everything. Yeah, 80% of the humor in this movie. But, like, he goes to, like, pop 
the shoulder back in, but they the kids do it on the wrong arm. And as he they're doing it, the guy's like, "Oh, wrong arm." <laughs> I'm like, "Cool, keep it to yourself. We're all watching the same movie. We can see that, you dipshit. Why don't you go fucking out to San Francisco and sift the rivers for gold, son of a bitch? <laughs> you salty fuck." I hope he listens to this. I really hope he's a swampy. God damn it. Well, Mr. Colin. Can I call you Mr. Colin? Yeah. Cool. Sure. What called the... me something worse this episode? I probably did. <laughs> I honestly don't remember these anything we talk about on these episodes literally the second I'm done saying it. But I have a question for you. What's the question? The question is what the fuck is the tomato tomato for this movie? Tomato. Critics are bringing in at 79%. Okay. C plus. Tomato, the audience, they love this shit. Oh yeah? It's ninety one percent. Wow. A minus to C plus. Yeah. All right. Yep. That is tough. My grade is literally smack dab in the middle, so I'll be positive and say tomato. Um yeah, I'm gonna go tomato as well. Mine's also in the middle. And then mine's a solid B. Mine's a B also. Yeah. It's yeah. so same thing. It's like C minus. Or C plus to A minus. Either way, it's like two grades off. So I'm going to go more positive. because Go positive. Because I wasn't mad leaving this theater at all. Like I I had a good time. Yeah, no, I had a good time Fun time in the theater. Like we said, this is probably the most we've laughed this year. Or close to it. Hardest. I don't know if it's the most I laughed. It's definitely... What'd you laugh the most at? What do you think? I mean, Dead Don't Die, I laughed a lot. Mm -hmm. But that the humor in that's like right up my fucking alley. Yeah. But... I did laugh a lot for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, too. So it, it's really tough. I'm going to have to look back on the year. It, I also loved Sex Tuplets, which I talked about earlier in this mm. episode. <laughs> laughed so much. <laughs> I laughed none. I almost threw up. But I heard you actually almost did throw up. Yes, yeah. I almost shit myself. <laughs> it made me so <laughs> mad. But yeah, no, like those are probably like the top three. This one I definitely did laugh. A lot. I laughed more in this than I did Book Smart, but I think I like Book Smart. Booksmart's a better More. movie. Yeah, just in terms of like the craft behind it, and it, it's another directorial debut. But at least Olivia Wilde has like more of a vision. Yeah. I feel like, and she has more of like a knack for storytelling through like the actual camera work and not just what's on the paper. Booksmart felt more like a passion project. Yeah, this, this this feels like they're working off of the script, which it's like fine because it is funny. So it's like. There's there is good writing in there, but there is a little bit of laziness when it comes to piecing the story together. That's why, like earlier, I was like, is that like the director is definitely to blame for some of it, but I also think some of it is the writing. Yeah, or maybe there were scenes cut that would have helped fill in some of that gap. Th- that's there should have been scenes in between the gags. It might have been cut. To, uh, it's an hour and a half exactly, which was a plus because I love a good short runtime for someone mm. who goes to the movies way too much. It didn't wear out its welcome at all. No, yeah, it just kept cruising along. Then it ended and felt good. But yeah, man, I like this movie a lot. I had a good time. I know Ryan had a really good time. And I know the Kooky Prospector had a good time. He had a great time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, like I wouldn't say I was disappointed. I was just expecting the movie as a whole to maybe be a little bit more. Because yeah. you kept seeing things pop up like... This doesn't have a lot of staying power for me. Yeah, like if you... If you watch the trailers and stuff. I think they were really being like hyping on it being super bad and like the funniest movie all year and this and that. And yeah. I think there's great gags in it. It's just, it feels disjointed at times. I, I'm like, not going to buy this. No, you wouldn't buy it. No, I I'm feel a- like I would sooner buy book smart than I would this, but I laughed more during this. I might, I might buy it. I was actually thinking though about buying long shot. So I'm like, I'm like, if I buy okay. Longshot, then I have to buy this. Because I like this more than Longshot, I think. Really? I don't yeah. know if I'd buy either of them. I'm pretty particular with my Blu-ray purchases. I actually got some some fire recently for Dirt Cheap. I saw that you got Blade Runner 2049. Dunkirk. And Fantastic Four. <laughs> no, I put back Fantastic <laughs> Four. Thought about it, though. It was soup's cheap. Soup's cheap. But no, I got, I got those two and Dazed and Confused and Creed and Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Hmm, so nice. got a nice nice little mix in there oh endgame oh and i got endgame yeah oh how could you forget about that you scumbag that target exclusive though did you watch the special features yet i haven't watched any of it yet i watched the uh the stan lee tribute i cried you cried yeah at, at first i'm just like it ain't gonna get me <laughs> five minutes in i'm just like 
I miss him, man. I miss him. I put on the uh, just the credits. Yeah, and I got choked up watching the actors pop up at the end. I was like, God damn it, son of a bitch. <laughs> nah, dude. The Stan Lee thing, though, sad. Here we are yeah. crying on our podcast now. Well, shit, dude. Somehow we always bring it back to Marvel. <laughs> yeah, all our Marvel episodes. Yeah, I think a few episodes ago we were like, great, we don't have Marvel to talk about for like a year now. Yeah, well, so. and Endgame came, and that, then we're gonna talk about it again when Far From Home comes out on Blu-ray. I'm sure, <laughs> probably. <laughs> nice. <laughs> And we talked about it on our Dirty 30 episode. They're not going anywhere. Yeah. Marvel is here forever. They're going to take over the world. Disney. Disney broke a record, actually, this week. Oh, did they? Yeah. I'm trying to think of what movie came out. I don't know if it was The Lion King. New Mutants? No. No. That movie's never it may, coming it out. May have been with the, it may have been with The Lion King, unless there was something else that came out. But they've had five movies this year hit a billion dollars. That's the first time that's ever happened. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Chump change. Yeah. Call me when you're making real money, Disney. You have been flipping wrestling toys, so. <laughs> yeah. Find me on the futon, Disney, if that is your real name. It's Walt Disney Pictures, you scumbag. Oh, fuck. <laughs> They're coming for us. All right. This was uh, this was an interesting interesting time to go together. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I just, didn't, ha- I just didn't have a good segue. <laughs> I'm a little bit burnt out right like, now, for real. This is an interesting time. Why? <laughs> America, baby. What a time to be alive. What a time. And we hope that our listeners had a really good time. And we hope that you guys remember to check out our website, twodudesmoviereviews.com. Find all of our social meds, all of our links, all the places you can listen to the pod, or you just listen to the pod straight from the website itself. Albeit, we're a little bit slow on uploading the episodes. There's usually a little bit of a gap. So if you want to listen to them right away, the best way to do that is subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you really listen, iHeartRadio, blah, blah, blah. You guys get it. It's 2019. I shouldn't have to tell you how to find a fucking podcast. Google us. (laughs) We're on Google. We're on Google. We show up. And give us those five-star reviews. Yes. Win yourself some free shit. You stupid swampies walking around out there without a shirt on. You say it all the time that you want it to be a term of endearment, but you always follow <laughs> it. You always preface it with, with the word stupid. You, you slimy fucking swampies. You scumbag pieces of shit. I love you. You're the best. Best listeners in the world. You fucking hairy nutsacks. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. And... On that note, why don't you uh, suck it, Swampies? I need to kill this fucking thing. It's over near you. If I, if I don't see it in our thing, it's like the floor's really far. Yeah. I saw it too. Oh, it's fine. It's still. I'm right there in that corner. It's right on the window. I see him. Down here. Did you get him? No. He's on the floor. Oh, shit. I'm going to leave this in. This is this is exciting stuff. Everyone can relate to trying to kill a mosquito. He just blends in with the window. Freeze, dirtbag! <laughs> oh, if he comes out again. And that is how you injure a mosquito. (laughs) (laughs) You cripple a mosquito. Props. Do you want to pause and murder that mosquito?
Yeah, I lost him. Where's He's he gone there now. Oh, behind me. Yep. It's under you. It's under you. Under me? Oh, he's over here now. I see him. I know, he blends in. Get back in the fucking shit. He went low. I'll keep a lookout. Keep an eye out. We're on the hunt. I go <laughs> hunting. <laughs> you are the haunted. <laughs> oh! <laughs> what were we saying? That bug really uh, threw threw us off. We'll pause now. He resurfaced. He's kind of going behind the TV. Oh, he's by the jersey. Behind the computer. You flying out? Yeah, you can get away. You can whack me. I think I got him. Yeah, I got him. Yeah! Yeah, baby! You dirty SOB. <laughs> dirty SOB. I just went hunting. You are the hunter. <laughs> Maybe you take all these segments of us trying to kill this bug and just throw it at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>